Welcome to Tyrannical House of Comedy. My name is Tyrant. Uh, Tucker Carlson aired an interview with this dude, Larry Sinclair, um, and he said that he smoked crack and had um, uh, sexual relations with uh, Barack Hussein Obama, um, the Democrats' lord and savior. Uh, and, um, you know, it kind of goes in line with, you know, the letter that Obama wrote saying that, you know, he has sex with men daily, but in his mind. And um, Michelle Obama <laughs> being Big Mike, you know, having a big old hog, you know, the dancing on Ellen and in a dress and uh, she didn't tape well enough on her tuck and was just twerking so hard that uh, the cock came loose, popped, popped free of the of the duct tape. Luckily, she waxes, so there's no pain from hair getting ripped out. It wasn't so bad. Maybe the hair would have kept it in more. But then everyone saw the dick swing on Ellen. I don't know if those videos were edited. <laughs> but uh, Tucker Carlson, is, it, he aired an interview. And this dude, I, I watched it. It was good. It was really good. I don't know if it was real. Probably wasn't. But who cares? That's not fun. That's not fun. The fun thing is if we find out that Barack Obama was actually a gay sex freak the whole time smoking crack, and Michelle Obama was a male crack whore that the the CIA and the deep state basically were like, well, he can't run with a transgender wife, so they took her down to some fucking lab somewhere, some deep, dark basement lab in Area 51 where they did a bunch of procedures, experimental shit that they learned from alien technology that they stole from us or from aliens that they attacked and then transformed her into the first real almost working woman. But she was like, keep the cock. I need to keep the, keep the cock. Can we keep the cock? And they're like, well, but I mean, we gave you a vagina. You have a, you're, you're going to have, you, you'll have no gooch. You'll have almost no gooch. When you wipe, you'll get a lot of shit in your vag and, she said, no, I don't care. Do you see the size of this hog? And she kept the hog. But they brought her down to the basement and did all that stuff. And, I mean, she's still, it's not very passable. But what black woman is, am I right? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Black women are beautiful. I've had sex with them before. A Kenyan woman once. She was a squirter. It was delicious. Anyway, um, so Tucker Carlson, my fucking hero, dude. This guy, he's a hero. Look at this. Um, this is by the Daily Mail. In a promo clip from X, the fired Fox News host, yeah, we got a shit on him in the meantime. We got a shit on him while we write this article. So they think it's fake, but I can tell you it's real. I had sex with Barack Obama. Yeah, I got, actually, I got spit roasted by Barack and Michelle Obama. I got spit roasted by them at a Red Roof Inn in 2015, sometime in January. January 2015, right after Christmas, I met them. My drug dealer pimped me out to Michelle and Barack Obama, who wanted a chubby white kid that they could spit roast at a dirty Red Roof Inn while we all smoked crack together. And even, believe it or not, Michelle Obama put a glass pipe in my asshole um, and, uh, uh, heated it up and then, um, uh, dropped methamphetamine into it and then sucked out the smoke and kissed Barack as he inhaled. And then we continued with our gay sex orgy with a beautiful, beautiful woman with a beautiful, beautiful cock, Michelle Obama.
So I think this is true too. So all you people saying that he's a liar, he's not a liar. I did it too. Years later, all right. He did it in like 1999. It says I did it in 2015. He was in. Uh, he was originally in Chicago. Their flight got delayed. They went to Rockford Airport. That flight got delayed. Oh no! The only place we can go is a red roof in, and they had to happen to be standing sitting next to my crack dealer who just got back in town with some crack. And. It happens. Don't believe me? I'll do a polygraph too. This guy apparently did a polygraph. That's what's really fun. He he was like, I fucked him there. He sucked my dick. We had sex, and I smoked crack with him. And he, they're like, Yeah, will you sign an affidavit? He's like, Yup, and he did it. And they're like, Holy shit, this guy's serious. And then the Obamas didn't sue. And then he also took a polygraph, and he passed. And it's like. Well, let's not talk about this. But you know who is talking about? Tucker fucking Carlson. Carlson plans to air the interview. Well, he already did. You can watch it. Um, so in the promo clip, blah, blah, blah. Sinclair first aired his claims during the 2008 election, including a press conference that ended in his arrest on an outstanding larceny, larceny warrant. Who doesn't have a warrant or two? Who doesn't have a criminal background? Especially people who smoke crack. And if they're like, oh, well, Harry, or this Sinclair guy, he's obviously a criminal. Why would we believe him? Well, um, if you do drugs and you don't get caught, you're still a criminal. Like, politicians are all criminals. They just are above the law. So just because this guy got convicted because he didn't have, like, political connections besides the time that he connected his mouth with Barack Obama's penis um, – Maybe he says, I wonder who's the top and the bottom. You got to imagine that when Obama goes out and fucks a, a white male prostitute, that he's probably the top because you know he's the the bottom with Michelle. You know Michelle is just steady. He's got him on the – she's got him on the sex wing. She shoves uh, one of those vibrating eggs, I don't know what they're called, in his butt and then just jams it in with her 12-inch, uh, probably like four – inch diameter cock and just till it's bloody you know that way the egg just falls right back out uh, in the teaser clip for the tucker carlson interview sinclair is seen claiming that in 1999 he gave obama 250 dollars to purchase cocaine which sinclair snorted and obama smoked before the two men the two men had a sexual liaison that's a very nice way of saying that they fucked each other. Oh, he's missing teeth. Look at that sexy guy. Come on. You might be saying, oh, Obama could do better. Hey, hey, hey. It's not about looks. It's about power. It's about dominance. It's about doing what you want when you want. It's about letting anyone blow. Look, if you're a man in power, Obama didn't initiate the sex. This man did. He's a he's a sex fiend. But all men of power are also sex fiends. That's the thing that people don't realize is that if if you're a man of power, if you really believe you're so great, if just anyone just like grabs your cock and just starts doing stuff with it, you're like, yeah, I deserve this. Because men are always okay with, with getting jerked off a little bit, you know? Like we're always good with coming. Unless we just came, then it's like, get out of there. It's sensitive. Get out of there. But otherwise, you know, for the most part, men, you know, if you're like, God damn it, dude, I just fucking crushed at the club. And then like some girl just comes up and offers and just shows you her tits and then is like, hey, come to my house. You're like, 
yeah, I deserve this. Yeah, this is what I deserve. So I get it with Obama, you know? I get it. If, if you're just smoking crack, feeling powerful, knowing that you're being groomed to be, that you know that you're, your husband slash wife is in a lab right now being transformed into the closest they can come up to with a woman in 2006 or 1999 or whatever. And and you know that one day you're going to have power so you or you're just seeking it. And so like when someone's just doing that, you're like, yeah, I do deserve this. Honestly, this might actually be the precursor of what made Obama eventually become president. Like this happened and he's like, I am this great. I do deserve this. And then he did that. And then, but then he got more obsessed with blowing up kids in foreign nations um, and starting wars than uh, having sex with gay crackheads like Larry Sinclair. He should have had Larry Sinclair in his administration. That's what I would have done. You, you, because he wouldn't have done. You would have said like, look, I forgive this guy, and not only that, we're gonna make him Secretary of State. Actually, no, we're gonna make him ambassador to Israel. Ambassador to Israel. That's where he's gonna go. He's going to do negotiations with them because that's how little I fucking care. About. Oh, Tucker loves it. Did he leave a bad taste in your mouth? Did that leave a bad taste in your mouth? So you blew him. And so you, so, so, so what you're telling me is that it was a power thing. And what he did was he, uh, he let you suck his dick. And uh, then he just left. And you're saying that left you with a bad taste in your mouth? He did that. Tucker Carlson did that. He did the bad taste in your mouth joke after a... After a blowjob and left thing. Um, convicted con artist Larry Sinclair. Hmm. Daily Mail took some fucking money from... Uh, took some money from the old Obamas. I mean, I would too. Like, if I post this podcast, like four days later, the Obamas were like, hey, delete that and make one saying that this didn't happen and we'll give you $200, I would fucking do it. I would do it for $200. You hear that, Barack and Michelle Obama, CIA? Send me $200 and I'll stop doing this. You know, you know, like four people will watch this, but whatever, I don't give a shit. Um, a spokesperson for Obama's personal office did not immediately respond to a request for comment, DailyMail.com, on Tuesday evening. I love how they say they didn't immediately respond. Like, they did later, but we're not going to tell you about that. Or, like, they will eventually. And we'll tell you. We'll tell you when they do. They're not going to. They're not going to acknowledge this because if they acknowledge it, people say it's true. And if they don't do anything about it, people will say, well, obviously it's because it's true. And the reason for that is because... Obviously, it's fucking true. Obama is a gay man. Look at the shoulders on Michelle Obama. It's insane. You're t even if that wasn't a man, even if that was a true-born fucking biological female, like no dick at birth, it wasn't even a, like a, a hermaphrodite, you know, one in the no, it was actually born that way. That is the one of the manliest men I have seen in quite some time, and it's not one where you're gonna get warriors out of. You know, it's not a six foot four Swedish girl who could bench me and our eventual sons, giant sons, Viking sons, NFL players, UFC fighters, all that, gypsies. Um, Sinclair has a lengthy criminal history, including convictions of forgery, fraud, and larceny, larceny charges. I'm really fucking that word up tonight. And has served prison time in Arizona, Florida, and Colorado. Well, I served prison time in Illinois. Um, and I also smoke crack with Obama in Illinois, because that's where he's from. 
In 2008, when Sinclair first aired his claims, Politico reported on the saga, noting that the story has generally been ignored by mainstream media because he's unable to substantiate his allegations. In 2008, Sinclair reported a room, rented a room, rented a room at the National Press Club in Washington D.C. and spoke for an hour, going into detail about his, about two sexual liaisons, call them encounters or something. No, two times that he had drug-filled sex with Barack Hussein Obama, the future president of the United States, and murderer in chief. Uh, one in the back. One in the back of a limo and another in a hotel room in Gurney, Illinois. Gurney, beautiful place. You got to go to Six Flags. It's fun, especially around now, uh, October, when they start to do, you know, the uh, the Halloween stuff. Uh, it's a lot more fun. I suggest doing it. And then you can go up to some people and be like, hey, did you know that Barack Obama had gay crack sex in a hotel room near here? And they'll be like, oh, my God, I I never knew. Wow. That's a fun fact thing. I can't wait to tell my friends back in Idaho. Sinclair claimed that the limo driver introduced him to Obama after Sinclair asked for help connecting with someone to a party. And that Obama, then an Illinois state state senator, not representative, I thought he was a representative. I was wrong. Hey, I'm retarded. We all know that. Um, I used to smoke crack. Readily introduced himself with his real name and job title. Uh, my name is uh, Barack Obama. Uh, you look like a cute man, and um, I'd like you to suck my dick. Okay. Uh, Illinois State Senator. The press conference ended in Sinclair's arrest. I don't know if warrant from Delaware. That's how you do it. I want to do a press conference where that happens. I want to try that as well. I want to put I I like I said I also had gay sex with Barack Obama. I should do a, a a press conference so I can get dragged off in cuffs as well, and then people will write articles about me, and then I can go on fucking Tucker Carlson, and I can do all the rounds, dude. Go on Liberty Lockdown, all that shit. I'm in there. I'm ready for it. More than a decade, Sinclair's claims were taken seriously only by the furthest fringe of conspiracy theorists and had largely receded from public discourse. Last week, Carlson revived the long-defunct controversy in a podcast interview. Come on. Look at that fucking dude. Look at that dude. Ugh. It's just not good. It's not good. And also, their kids don't look like them. They just fucking chain-smoke cigarettes and get tattoos and shit and... Former U.S. President Barack Obama and Michelle Obama are seen at the U.S. Open last week. They've been married since 1992 and share two daughters. I don't believe you. Um, Let's see. In June 2008. All right. These are just going to be benign bullshit details. Um, Sinclair rented a room. Blah, blah, blah. There's him above. And then here's another one of uh, some... Decent looking chicks, some decent looking girls with a not so decent looking dude. Uh, Larry Sinclair claims he performed a sexual act on Barack Obama, poses with women. Uh, oh, that's him. Oh, wow. He's a lot fatter back then. He's lost weight. So probably he wasn't doing crack back then, and now he's doing the crack again. Or he's one of those people who he stopped doing the crack and he got super fat. And then 
he's like, oh my god, I'm so fat. I need to do better. So then he started like just like taking because normally a man would start working out, but he's a gay man, so he'd do like womenly things of like going to the gym and walking on the treadmill for six and a half hours and starving her himself, um, or like taking a daily walk every morning and a walk at lunch with his girlfriends, uh, you know, womenly shit like that. Uh, so, uh, Carlson 54 speaking, uh, on the popular Adam Carolla show. Yeah. The last week he said on Adam Carolla show that in 2008 it became really clear that Barack Obama had, had been having sex with men and smoking crack. A guy came forward, Larry Sinclair, and said, I'll sign an affidavit. And he did. Sorry, that's a really bad Tucker Carlson impersonation. Okay, um, yeah, but, uh, oh, no, actually, he failed the lie detector test. Wow, I've been spreading fake news. Imagine that. Imagine that, me, spreading fake news. Wish I had some sunglasses to toss on with this. Um, Sinclair's history of sworn statements is also dubious, um, in 2004, he signed an affidavit claiming to be terminally ill as he sought to have a warrant dismissed. Although nearly two decades later, he, he appears to still be alive. <laughs> God damn, what good fucking reporting, bro. Wow. That's such good reporting. Um, I'm going to try that. Did he get the warrant dismissed? That's the real question. Did he get the warrant dismissed? I mean, yeah, he's still alive, but he, I mean, he could have been terminally ill. Like, he, they're like, hey, you got cancer. And then, like, three months later, they're like, hang on, no, we figured it out. Wasn't cancer. It was AIDS. And we can fix that. Just don't tell anyone. Um, yeah, I guess we'll go on to the next one. Let's... Let's transition, uh, like my stepsister. I mean, brother. Ah. So people are uh, upset at McDonald's, too, because of this and some other stuff. A female, female prisoners work in McDonald's on day release. Inmates from Britain's cushiest jail, serving. And then there's also another one where uh, a 16-year-old uh, stabbed someone over a dispute with Sweet and Sour. I don't fucking know. Um, hang on. I don't fucking know. Anyway, um, female prisoners work in McDonald's on day release. Exclusive. During her shift at the McDonald's restaurant in Billober Top Service Area. Beside the A64... York leads. What the fuck is th these British people? Just need to learn how to name roads and addresses. Um, he prepared meals for scores of customers. That means a lot for you that don't speak retarded British. This is why we got rid of you guys. This is why we said no, 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 none of that, none of that, dude. I don't know what the fuck a meter is, dude. It's called a mile. You hear me? You fucking hear me? You hear me, King George? Yeah, we we're not gonna pay taxes for tea. Or use the metric system. How the fuck does that sound? Ex <laughs> the McDonald's customers are being served burgers and fries by inmates of a jail which has housed some of Britain's most notorious female criminals. So, it's cushy, but the, the worst female criminals stay there? Of course, because women get it easy. 
especially in there. I mean, not in America, because now we're housing men who say they're women with the women, so they're getting raped a lot. A lot. There's a whole lot of that happening. whole lot of that happening in American prisons, even, even with the men. Um, this prisoner was spotted preparing meals. Custom... Uh... Oh, they fucked that up. This pris- prisoner was spotted preparing customers' meals while on day release from Ascam Grange. Set in the Yorkshire countryside and dubbed the UK's cushiest jail. Where we send the worst bitches in the world. The ones that fucking stabbed their fucking ex-boyfriend because he said, Well, maybe don't go out tonight. (laughs) After working her shift was seen to walk unescorted for 40 minutes back to the former stately home in the picturesque country village of Ascram Richard near York. Near York? Is it near York? Uh, or is there a place called near york is that what they did over there if so i'm so glad we're not part of your fucking dumb empire for real oh yeah we we've got birmingham we've got near birmingham i mean we do the same thing with new york but what is near like it's kind of like york yeah it's a little it's kind of like york but instead of getting stabbed you get never i'm gonna stop saying great um, she brought an, so, oh, oh, the other thing too, walking unescorted for 40 minutes back to the former stately home, blah, blah, blah. Well, here's the thing. She's unescorted at the goddamn McDonald's. Do you think they have a fucking armed security guard? She's got leg shackles on. She's on work release. That is a common thing that people do. I mean, I understand that you disagree with that, but women are far less likely to be violent than men. Um. She bought an ice cream cone before the two-mile walk during which she donned an orange high-visibly jacket over her McDonald's uniform. Hang on a second. Why didn't she just grab some ice cream from McDonald's? They sell ice cream cones. You can get you can get a, a, two cones for 99 cents. Well, at least back when I was eating sugar, you can get two cones for 99 cents. It used to be my thing. I'd get, I'd, I'd, you know, I'd do drugs and then eat a little bit of ice cream and then... Go suck Barack Obama's dick. <laughs> um, their ice cream machine was probably broken, you know. She spoke to guards on the prison intercom, and the gate was open to admit her at the end of the day, end of her day of freedom. They need jobs and to learn life skills. You want her slinging nuggets or you want her slinging crack? That's all I want to know. The person, the uppity fucking bitch who wrote this shit and is trying to out this poor woman who is like just trying to little make a little bit of money while she's locked up for probably some bullshit and fucking sell some nuggets, learn some skills, learn how to fucking not yell at the retarded people who are like, my friends are cool, why are they cool? I understand why they're cool. I ordered them on Uber 60 minutes ago and now they're cold. But this bitch is the worst, whoever wrote this goddamn article, who's like, can you believe they would let these dirty fucking criminals do this? Hand us goddamn coffees? The prison was spotted preparing... That's another bullshit. There she is, uh, clocking back into... Damn, that is that's a jail? That's a nice... Pr- that, that used to be a fucking asylum. And let me tell you, asylums were the best jails, unless they lobotomized you. Then they're not so good. 
lobotomies were a not-so-good part of the past. Where we're just like, hey, you know the problem is? Let's take half that bitch's brain. Hmm? Half the bitch's brain is gonna cure. Like, oh, she, she's gone into menopause. Ah, she needs a lobotomy. Fuck. At least you could vote. Because that was in 1960. You could vote, but we were still taking half your fucking brain, dude. Um... So yeah, she went back to her home. That's the that's the prison McDonald's gang gang. Look, there's nothing wrong with this. I don't understand why this is such a goddamn problem. She's just doing work release. I would have done work release, but they wouldn't let me because I always had warrants. Every time I was in jail or prison, I always had warrants too. So they were just like, well, you can't do work release, dude. You fucking, you, you might run because you have other warrants. It's like, it's a misdemeanor. They're going to give me time served. And they're like, well, deal with it. And I'm like, well, then I would lose this cushy jail. <laughs> Because that's how it works. Um, yeah, I mean, I think... Um, what does it say? What does she do? We need to figure out what she did. Um, the identity of the female inmate who appeared to be aged early in her early 40s is unknown, as are the nature of her offenses. Last month, it was announced... Uh, it was announced prison reform boss jailed for a 20... 20- a prison reform boss. Jesus Christ. Whoever whoever proofread this article is fucking retarded. Like, you would think I proofread this thing because this is the, like, there's so many fucking uh, literary fuck-ups. Burps aren't good. Farts are, but burps aren't. Burps aren't funny. Farts are. Um, so last month it was announced a prison uh, boss was jailed for a 20-year campaign of violence against her husband, has been moved to Askham Grange just five months into her sentence. Nice. She knows the right people. So this bitch might be serving fries soon. I mean, a campaign against a violence against her husband? Like, what? Was was he beating her so she fought back? Like, I don't know. What? what I mean, is he that much of a pussy? I don't understand how a 20-year campaign of violence against her husband, and she's been moved to Ask Ham Grange just five months into her sentence, meaning she'll spend 19.5 years selling chicken nuggets and Happy Meals to you and your children. Just know that the violence of women can seep into the french fries and also into your children. Violent people beget violent food. Just ask this woman. A girl, 16, stabbed to death during a fight over sweet and sour sauce outside of D.C. McDonald's. At the end of the day, justice was served. (laughs) It didn't say that last line. Uh, No, but this is a different story because McDonald's is all about violence. McDonald's is a violent place. People don't know this. People think it's like, oh, it's the Golden Arches. This is happiness. The play center. Well, if you grew up in the 90s, if you were in the 90s, like, you're five years old. It's 1996. And you go to to McDonald's to get a Happy Meal and a toy. And then you're there with your mom's best friend who's got, like, nine kids because fucking she can't keep her goddamn legs closed and she's from a Christian family. These goddamn Bullocks, you know what I mean? Send them back to Ukraine. Um, 
and and so that happens and and you have fun you go up in the thing you look out the thing you're like mom look at me look at me she's not looking at you she's fucking talking to her friend this is gen x you do your thing get on your bike go out don't break a leg um you play in the ball pit probably a pedophile hiding in there there's probably a pedophile hiding in there, but he didn't pop out and grab you and run out back then. It was better times, you know, like uh, sit down pizza huts, like sit down pizza huts or station wagons. It was those times. It was the times where you and 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 your, your mom and your mom's best friend after you left the McDonald's playing in the ball pit with your mom's best friend who like at you know, has children, and then you and the children, you're sitting in the back seat, you're in the station wagon, and you're facing backwards, outward on the on the freeway, and you get to give adults the middle finger and and stick your tongue out at them, and they can't do anything about it, and your mom is so occupied with her best friend because she doesn't have a husband, and 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 so she's not paying attention to when they drive by, like, hey, pay attention to your 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 horrible fucking five year old children. That are screaming obscenities at us. Can you not hear that? No, they can't. They're talking about the newest novel that they read. That's their book club. It's what they do. Anyway, so this 16-year-old was fucking stabbed over sweet and sour sauce outside of DC and McDonald's. It's fucking crazy, right, bro? This is written by Allie Griffin. Um, Oh, she was stabbed to death, dude. Oh, it said to death. I said that like five times and I didn't even realize. I thought she just got stabbed and it was just like, they were like, what happened? And she's like, that bitch took my fucking sweet and sour sauce. Um, Naomi Ligone of Waldorf, Maryland was allegedly, allegedly killed by another 16-year-old girl outside of a fast food chain in a popular nightlife section of the city around 2 a.m. Jesus Christ, dude. Bitches are wild these days. God damn, you ladies gotta calm down, bro. Fucking girls outside of Taco Bell's or McDonald's, but I, I don't know why I wanted it to be a Taco Bell. I think it's funnier outside of a Taco Bell. A McDonald's is just sad because that went my childhood. Like McDonald's was my childhood. Taco Bell was like my teen years when I was drunk and high going to McDonald or going to Taco Bell at three in the morning because like what was the old slogan like Taste the Bell? Now it's like Liv Moss, but it was like Taste the Bell. I I don't I don't know what it was. It was. They were open late though, and then Baja Blast was the shit. You couldn't get that back then. You couldn't go to a store and get Baja Blast. You had to go to Taco Bell. If you're gonna go to Taco Bell, you might as well get two steak quesadillas with double steak. And then when there's not enough steak, you go back and say, Hey, I ordered double steak. And they're like, All right, we'll make a new one. And you say, No, 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 I'll keep this one. Just give me more steak. And then you can make yours. And the sauce is good, too. Um, anyway, this bitch stabbed a 16-year-old girl at 2 a.m. The deadly knife attack stemmed from an argument over the nugget-dipping sauce between the teens and a third girl. Detective Brendan Jasper testified in court Monday, according to the Washington Post. The, dude, that's fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> I need I need more details. Like, what... The verbal dispute turned into physical as Logan, the third girl, hit the teenage suspect. Did someone take the sauce? Would they not give him the sauce? Like a sweet and sour sauce. They'll just give it. Even if, if they're like, sorry, you have to pay for it. You can just raise a fucking, you could just raise hell and they'll just give it to you. It, can I talk to a manager? 
Or just be like, okay, that's fine. And then go back and be like, my nuggets are cold. And they'll be like, oh, I'm sorry about that. Well, I'm very upset. So I either want my money back or some sweet and sour sauce. But instead, you're like, I'm going to stab this bitch and take hers. I don't, I, all I can do is speculate at this point because uh, you're, you're putting the details on the back door. You're telling me the details of the stabbing, the fight, people dying, stuff like that. And you're not telling me, you're saying it's, we're fighting over sweet and sour. But whoa, what, was it the last sweet and sour? Was it was it taking someone's sweet and sour? Would the bitch not give her the sweet and sour? I don't understand. I mean, if you have chicken nuggets, you need sweet and sour sauce. I remember when I was younger, I would go and get uh, as many nuggets as possible. We'd go and spend like $20 on nuggets. You get like 100 nuggets for that. And you put them in the bag, and then you dump a bunch of sweet and sour in there and shake it up. And you got sweet and sour chicken, which is basically Chinese at this point, because there's probably dog meat in there. Um, the verbal dispute turned physical as Ligon and the third girl hit a teenage suspect. We read that. 16-year-old instead lunged at Ligon, and the third teen, as they tried to get into the vehicle, the detective testified. The suspect allegedly stabbed Ligon in the chest because that bitch was trying to take our sweet and sour soul. You ain't gonna take my sweet and sour soul, bitch. I'm gonna get it. Uh, but she got stabbed in the abdomen with a seven and a half inch pocket knife. Ooh, that's fucking pretty goddamn rush, uh, rough, dude. Probably got into a lung. If you got him in the liver, that's over with. A kidney. Seven and a half inch. That's that's good. That might you might be able to. If she's a if she's a skinny chick, you're good. Um, you're gonna get her. But I just can't imagine what like it's like. Uh, oh, here's sweet and sour sauce. Excuse me, Miss Miss Legan, here's your sweet and sour sauce. And then these suspects just were like, oh, shit, they told us there was no sweet and sour sauce. So they, like, ran up and, like, grabbed the sweet and sour sauce and then were, like, running out to the car. And they, like, the third girl tried to fight back and they get in there. And Legan's like, hell no, this is my sweet and sour sauce. Otherwise, these nuggets are useless. You can't eat McDonald's chicken nuggets without sweet and sour sauce. And so she tried to get her, and she got stabbed for it. And, you know, she did the right thing. I would die for my sweet and sour sauce. I'd die for my sweet and sour sauce. Um, the girl was rushed to the hospital by private means, but could not be saved. By private means. So they, by private means. Oh, Jesus. They didn't even call an ambulance. Okay. Ligon died the day before. She was to resume classes at Thomas Stone High School following the summer break. Yes. Now we'll give you a very sad line to make you feel bad and a picture of them uh, to also make you feel bad. <sighs> Untied Timberlands and a gold chain. Imagine that. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Nyama Sligman, 16, stabbed another 16-year-old girl in a fight over sweet and sour sauce, officials say. So the 16-year-old suspect, whose name has not been released due to her age, was arrested Sunday. But she told us that the bitch who was stabbed will also miss classes. She was ordered and held without bail until her next court date, the Washington Post reported. Well, normally I would be like, well, she's young. Like, you can't do that. But she's obviously a sociopath if she fucking killed a woman with a seven and a half inch pocket knife, which doesn't sound, that's a fucking huge pocket knife. 
for some goddamn sweet and sour sauce at McDonald's. I mean, I get it. You need, I mean, the McDonald's nuggets are unedible without the sweet and sour sauce. Some type of sauce. I'm not a barbecue sauce guy, and it's their stuff isn't good. I don't like their honey mustard, so I'm more like it needs the sweet and sour. I think I might have said sweet and sour more than any other word. Um, but, um, you know, hopefully they give this bitch the death penalty, you know? A life for a life. It's only fair. Uh, you know, you thought it was sweet, bitch, but it's sour. Boom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you thought it was sweet, but it's sour. The girl who's also from Waldorf was charged with second-degree murder while armed and pleaded uh, not involved. The juvenile version of not guilty. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I may have pushed in hell, but I wasn't involved with the stabbing. I wouldn't have been good with this. if if like I like if we were stealing some sweet and sour, you know, in my in my bad days, I would have helped you steal the sweet and sour, but I wouldn't have helped with the stabbing. If you stabbed her, I'd have been like, whoa, I'd been like, you better stab me, or I'm gonna get charged <laughs> during the hearing Monday. At the end of the day, someone is dead over a dispute over sauce. You could have worded that better. DC Superior Court Judge Sherry. Betty Arthur said as she announced that the child will remain in custody until her next hearing on Friday. She's going to be the most gangster bitch in that juvie facility. Uh, she's going to be in there fucking claiming bitches, you know what I mean? you be in there fucking... Hey, you my hoe. What? Because you know she's going to make a shank in there, seven and a half inch fucking... She was the only person who brought a knife to a fist fight. Well... I didn't think it was a fist fight. I thought it was a McDonald's. I, I, Prosecutor Priscilla Gr- <laughs> said, that's what I would have said. Like, he's a, uh, I, she's the only person who brought a knife to a fist fight. She's the only person who brought a knife to a fucking McDonald's. To get chicken nuggets. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I mean, maybe they got a McChicken, because you could still put the sweet and sour sauce on the McChicken. I don't know if you've ever tried that, but I tell you what. You get a couple of McChickens, what I would do is you tell them you want to trivel McChicken, and then you get the sweet and sour sauce, and you're going to want to drizzle that on each one of those McChickens, rewrap it, let it sift for a while, give that a go, maybe put a cheeseburger on top of that. Tell me what you think. I don't eat that stuff anymore, by the way. It's pure poison. Don't do this, all right? I would rather have you stab someone over them eating the sweet sour. I thought, I hope that's what this is about. No, this stuff is poison. You can't eat it. And I would rather fucking stab you and kill you than let you poison yourself with this McDonald's chick, McChicken and chicken nuggets, McChurgers, and sweet and sour sauce. So she was a student. She was a daughter. She probably never met her father based on her color. <laughs> God damn it. I wish Avery was here. Um, They got the week off. They'll be here next week. Uh, D.C. officials have created a curfew for minors uh, age 16 and younger in several parts of D.C., including the U Street area, which is unconstitutional, bitch. You fucking leave them alone. You can't tell kids they can't walk the street. If mom's like, I'm too drunk to drive, I need you to go to my cocaine dealer and give me cocaine. And also some McDonald's and sweet and sour sauce. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. Um, be, the curfew begins 11 p.m. weekends. Uh, she's the 13th person under 18 to be killed in Washington this year, often at the hands of other minors. These kids are wild, dude. 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Tyrannical House of Comedy. I am Tyrant. Um, I uh, Obviously, I didn't do a podcast last week, and uh, I apologize. I was busy uh, awaiting the... Uh, I had a personal thing going on, um, you know, because my dear friend Danny Masterson was convicted. Um, and I had to be there to support the family. I had to be there to support the friends and family because Danny Masterson's a good, a good guy. You can ask Aston Kutcher or Mila Kunis or anyone from that show. He's a good guy and he would never do what they said he did, which I can't say because it's bad it's like surprise let's have sex and she's like no and he's like yep and then she falls asleep and he does it and that's what he got convicted of and that's a yeah yeah i don't know i don't know if that's a good thing that he did that but did he do it or did she just did she just cry surprise Sex, I, it's, right, I don't, I don't know, I can't do this one, alright, uh, let me try.